Poise for Exit is a show for business owners who want to achieve a successful exit based on their own terms. Your business exit will likely be the biggest financial transaction of your life, and for most, you'll have one shot at doing it right. The topics and guests we feature and the stories they share will provide valuable ideas and strategies to improve operations and grow enterprise value so you can achieve the best possible exit outcome. Now, here's your host, award-winning certified exit planning advisor, Julie Keys. Welcome everyone to Poised for Exit, the exit planning podcast show. Today's guests are longtime partners in a high-end landscaping firm whose brand and reputation keeps the phone ringing. We're going to hear from them and about their secrets to partnership success right after we hear from our show sponsors. What we see with many businesses is that they've never gotten marketing to work consistently and the marketing they do doesn't meaningfully impact their bottom line. Data approaches it differently by partnering with clients for long-term, sustainable marketing solutions. They start with a consultative, crawl, walk, run approach that helps you scale your marketing efforts naturally. Data provides marketing for the long-time success of your business to tell your story in a compelling way and to make sure the value you bring is apparent to everyone. Go to data.com for more information. That's D-A-Y-T-A.com. TrustPoint will design and manage a 401k plan that fits your company's needs. They handle everything from record keeping and investments to employee education and ongoing administration. And they take on the highest level of fiduciary responsibility to ensure your 401k plan is compliant. You already have plenty to keep you up at night. Your 401k plan should not be one of them. Visit TrustPointInc.com for more details. For business owners, it can be overwhelming to start planning a transition or exit strategy, but it's so important to avoid unwanted outcomes and unexpected tax bills. The CPAs at JAK, John A. Knutson & Company, can guide you and help make sense of the numbers. Our firm was established over 90 years ago, and we've assisted countless companies with ownership transitions. Leaving your business is a process that takes time, so contact us today to discuss your situation. Visit our website at jakcpa.com. That's jakcpa.com. Attention all business owners, are you seeking to learn more about exit planning? True North Mergers and Acquisitions is excited to announce our M&A Summit. Join us on September 13th at the Minneapolis Event Center, for a day full of panels, guest speakers, and breakout sessions that will emphasize profitability for your business. Register for this free event today at www.tnma.com events. The summit will feature keynote speaker Russell Price, the chief economist for Ameriprise Financial, whose work has been featured in the Wall Street Journal, Barron's, and Bloomberg News. Join us on September 13th at the Minneapolis Event Center for our M&A Summit. Register for this free event today at www.tnma.com events. Space is limited, so register today. We got another outstanding event coming up that you won't want to miss. The Twin Cities chapter of the Exit Planning Institute is hosting our fifth annual Owners Forum on Thursday, October 5th from 2 to 6 p.m. at the Midland Hills Country Club in St. Paul, Minnesota. We're going to be talking about the state of business owner preparedness and how you can increase enterprise value with some fabulous speakers, as well as share the results of the State of Owner Readiness Survey. For more information, see the show notes so you can register for this important event. We'd love to see you there. Hello, everyone. We are here today with Wayne Arndt and Adam Dewey, who are the founders and owners of Yard Creations, which is located in the Brainerd Lakes area. Wayne and Adam Welcome to the Poised for Exit show. Hi. Hi. Thanks for having us, Julie. I'm glad that you're here. 
This is a topic that we haven't covered in this show before when it comes to um, partners and partnership agreements and partnership arrangements and the way that people work together. I, I guess I have to say as an advisor, we always hear about the ones that don't work out, you know, because we're brought in to try to unravel that and, and help things move along. And I know the partnerships are not easy, but it seems like you guys have really hit the nail on the head and and that's not the case for you at all. You're doing really well. Your business is growing. You've been together for quite a while. And and I just want to ask, how did you get started? What, why did you choose landscaping? And then how did you become partners? Yeah, I guess uh, well, for me, um, I've always had a, a real strong passion for for landscaping and, and all the different aspects of it. I've always loved, you know, plants and trees and, and working outside um, equipment, you know, the, the typical uh you know, the typical little boy loves, you know, playing in the sandbox, right? With a truck and a yeah. dump truck and a bobcat. So it all kind of started there. And then um, as I got into high school, I I uh, started working at a, a local uh, landscaping company and absolutely loved it. Couldn't get enough of it. Couldn't work enough, really. So yeah, from there, I uh, went on to the community college, the local community college here in Brainerd to learn the trade more. And then after that, uh, worked at a a local uh, landscaping company in Brainerd, and that's actually where I met Adam. Um, and so we worked together there for a couple of years. And uh, after that is when we decided to take the leap of faith and just go for it. That was 20 years ago now. So, Oh, my gosh, 20 years. Yeah. That's crazy. That's right. You're celebrating your 20-year anniversary this year. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's a really cool story. So you guys worked together, um, you liked each other. You <laughs> that's that's actually probably the secret uh for longevity, actually. Yeah. You know, really we didn't know each other all that much before we, you know, I kind of mentioned to Wayne, hey, let's go for a fishing trip, you know, before we even decided to go into business. And uh I was so nervous to ask him to go into business. I didn't ask him until I ride home. Say, hey, do you want to go into business together? Yeah. But yeah, sure. Oh, oh, okay. That was easy. Yeah. So, and, uh, and it's just lasted a long time. We have a lot of the same likes, you know, and uh, work drive and the effort that we put into it. So it's a great combination that way. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. And it really has become, you know, you guys are a, a, a name in your area. And I know that your clients, because we've worked together for a while, I know that your clients are higher end clients, you know, they, they live on the lake, they own very nice properties and, and they trust you to make sure that that image is, you know, their best foot forward. So when you think about small business, you know, you've been, you've been together now 20 years. That's, that's pretty remarkable actually, because I've had partnership situations before that, that didn't last very long. So and you've had challenges, right? It's it's not easy being a business owner. There's probably been some things that you've had to weather either um, early on or maybe even recently. But what are there a couple of situations that stand out that were maybe tougher challenges for you that that you you learned something from? How did you respond to it? Yeah, back in uh, I suppose it was 2009 or, or maybe even 10 for us. There was kind of an economic cycle that went was kind of a downward trend and recession and everything we we had a slowdown in in our work for sure we saw that there wasn't nearly as much building going on um you know a, a lot of uh just 
small remodels and just a lot less work out there. So we really had to scale back and, and you know, just take what we can and, and, and do what we could to, to make that work through. It was probably a couple of years of, of that where it was just a lot slower for us. It was pretty tough there for a while. And just our, our, our thing is too, just making sure we have enough work for our, all of our employees. You know, we hired them, we have an obligation to them to make sure that they can make it too. We didn't want to lay anybody off. And we didn't have a whole lot of employees at the time, but still, I mean, we cared about them so much that it's like, we got to keep going and put our foot down on the pedal and do what we can for them. So yeah. that was a big deal. Yeah. So that taught us a lot to get through things, you know, and how to weather that storm. So the cycles that come and go, we just, no, we've seen it before. This is what we do. And yeah. you know how to make it through there now. So yeah, after 20 years, you definitely have been through a lot of different cycles and different you know, administrations and everything in between, right? Good economy, bad economy. But uh, yeah, 09 was tough. That was tough for a lot of people. So when you said you scaled back and you didn't let anybody, you didn't lay anybody off, what what were some of the things that you did to to try to stay afloat? We just took any job that came at us. We weren't uh, too big for any job that came in. And, uh, you know, a lot of our customers will ask, well, is this too small of a job for you? I'm like, no, it isn't. We, uh, Want to be able to take care of anybody and everybody that uh, calls. Um, everybody is important to us. Any job that comes our way is important. You just never know how big that job could get in the future. Yeah. They might just call you for a few shrubs, plants, and stuff like that, and you take care of them very well. They could be building a million-dollar home two years from then, and they could give us a call, and we built that trust with those people. So sure. that's helped a lot, I guess. Yeah. Would you say that that's still your motto now? Like when the phone rings and someone needs service, um, do you have, do you have kind of a criteria for the proper job size and type? Gosh, yeah, it's the same same motto basically. Who would we love to have just all the huge million dollar homes and stuff like that? Yes, just the glitz and glamour of it. But boy, we get such satisfaction out of this, some of the smaller jobs too because mm-hmm. the homeowners are unbelievably appreciative of the even just the small things you know yeah. coming out putting just five perennials in oh you guys have such great workers uh they did work so hard coming out here and doing that and it was just a you know a few hundred dollar job and it, it really feels good and we can tell our employees that hey you guys did a great job and you know that's that's a great reward for them so yeah. and we've yeah. got a lot a lot of past uh clients who, who call us back for repeat work or a little bit of this or that. And a lot of times after we did the initial install, the, the project isn't very big, but we we still want to take care of them, you know, as much as we possibly can, you know, no matter what the job is. Do you have a specific uh, customer story that you could share? Mm-hmm. I, I like to have my guests share stories of of how they took you know, a situation and they made it be exactly what the customer was looking for. Um, we've had different site problems where super difficult, uh, grade slope changes, um, and then weather that would come in on us. Uh, so it was a very steep slope on one job. We're building brand new home. It was a very challenging place to put a house mm-hmm. and the Contractor it was all an open site after they got into it. The soil, no soils were stabilized very well. Uh, they didn't have the roof on besides just some chipboard or whatever. And we had a lot of our landscaping installed, had a major rainfall and washed it a lot of it out. Like 
30 sets of 30 pieces of stone steps. Um, so we had to eat that and uh, weather through that and make it right for that customer. Did all those right things, didn't uh, go back and charge them for it because it wasn't their fault. You know, just the weather pattern that happens that we just eat. And they've been a long time customer of ours that we took care of it right away. And they still call us every single year to do work for them. So th that's been great. Yeah. You know, you might lose something on a job, but you, you end up getting it back you know, in the future. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the reputation that you've built. And so that's why your phone's always ringing. Now, um, let's get back to the partnership conversation. Maybe you could share uh, with our audience, what are some of your secrets to success um, in your partnership? And then how, how do you decide what role each of you has? Because I know that you're not doing the exact same things. Maybe, Adam, you could start with that one. Yeah, so the roles, I guess. I went to school for landscape design. So I, I do a lot of the designing, have done a lot of designing. Um, we're transitioning that over to another employee now that we hired on. So that's been nice to take off my plate a little bit. To get along in a partnership, I don't know. I, I guess the longer it's been going on, the more I guess I notice that we read each other, that you know, you can only push each other so far, you know. And we, we notice when one person gets a little grumpier, like, hey, that's not a good idea. We should change things, whatever. We, you know, it's 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 a great relationship that way that we can actually read each other that way. Maybe. I don't know, read each other better. I can read Wayne better than I can my spouse, maybe even. <laughs> so, you know, it's just been 20 years. It's a long time to be around somebody, but you're with that person day in and day out. Like when we first started, it was just us for many years. Yeah. So, when you're, when you're around somebody like that, you really learn that person really well because you have open conversations about a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. So, you know what you can do and can't do and where it should go with that relationship. So, yeah, I, yeah it's been great. It's been really good. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think for me, you know, just, just focusing on, on the goal, right. That, that seems like the, the most important part. And, and I, and, and I know that Adam has the best interests of the company in mind. So, you know, as long as our focus is in the right spot, you know, we'll, we'll get through it, you know, and, and, and also maybe just removing the, removing the emotion from things too. You know, we're here to work. Let's focus on what we need to do. And, uh, you know, get rid of the emotion and, and just, and just get it done. Yeah. Well, and I think too, that, um, from what I know of the two of you, you really do respect each other and the work and the things that you each bring to the table. Um, in my experience as an advisor, I've seen the opposite of that, where, um, especially when there's one partner that does a lot to bring new business in the door, and maybe the other partner is more focused on operations. And so the one who brings in the new business sees themselves sometimes as the one who is contributing more than the other. Um, that happens in family business too, by the way. And, um, and that's not the case, right? But that's the view. That's the perspective. And I don't think that you guys have that problem because, well, number one, you both are selling. It's not just one of you. But also because you understand and recognize each other um, in terms of what you're really good at, and you've you've made good delineation around. Okay, well that's Adam's expertise, so that's Wayne's expertise, or and you're also getting really good at delegating. So let's talk about delegating because you guys have got some big growth plans um, on the horizon, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But but let's talk about how you're utilizing your team. Uh, delegation has been very tough, I guess, for, for me personally, because 
you know, got into this line of work because I love the installation part of the landscaping. It, it's uh, incredible to do that and to have somebody else do that for you. It's pretty tough. Um, just not just because of the high expectations of the quality of the work, but now it's just kind of taking part of the fun away from me to <laughs> do some of that, which is good. I and mean, we've got some really good employees right now that are just killing it out there. So that's been easier that way to let all that go. Um, that's been a godsend this year and the last couple of years. So it, it's been great that way. The, the trust thing, it's a big thing with trust, having your employees out there that can do the job for you. Did you have anything to add to that, Wayne? Yeah, I mean, we just continue to add, or, you know, delegate more and more um, as we grow. I mean, it, you know, at a, at a certain point, I just can't do any more than I can, you know, I can do. So I have to, I have to let some of that go and I have to trust and stuff. So, uh, yeah, I just, it keeps getting, um, you know, more and more as we, as we get bigger and add more employees and add more staff. And then, um, the phone is ringing more than it ever has this now. So there just, there seems to be more and more work, um, you know, just trying to keep up with all of it. There's just, you just need to help, need to help. Yeah. And with that, uh, like everybody says, communication is key. It's never more important it is now. Um, getting your thoughts and your ideas and expectations and goals to your employees, that's tough to get across to them. Um, that understanding, and that is huge, huge, huge. Um, and they're starting to pick up on it really well, what we expect of them. And we have some very professional people working for us right now. It's awesome. Yeah. I'm very lucky. And your customers are happy and they're referring you. And then and like, tell us about how, how do you go about getting new business? Like what are some of your methods? And cause I know working with um, a higher net worth property or higher net worth um, owner, um, you know, the expectations are, are pretty high. Right. And, yeah. and, and maybe they come to you in different ways. I'm not sure, but how does that work? So we, we try to, um, uh, get in with the contractors, some of the builders in the area. There's um, quite a handful of uh, builders that build very high-end homes. And so so we try to stay in contact with them and have, have a good relationship with them as much as possible. And they bring us a lot of work. So between that and we have our highway frontage here, which uh, a lot of people drive by and, the, and we have the visibility. So um, that's been good. Word of mouth has been excellent. Word of mouth, yeah. Yeah, our past customers refer us, and that's how you know when he's talking about the builders, they just keep referring us. Some of these people we've worked for over 20 years. At our past job, I've worked with one gentleman, uh, so it's been 22 years that I've worked with that guy, and he just keeps giving us work, you know, because you build that trust with them, and because they have an expectation with their customer, and they're not going to bring in somebody that's not doing very good quality work. So that that has been excellent with the builders and the word of mouth. And our past customers give our names out quite a bit then too. So that, that's very nice. Um, updated our website this year too, quite well. Um, we're, we're pretty slow to go on the technology part of it maybe on that, but um, just because work has been been busy enough, but that, that was lacking a little bit. We've done some mailers like, you know, for different parts of our organization, maybe for like our fine gardening maintenance part of it. We've done some really nice mailers with that and that's been well. Uh, and then also the irrigation portion of it too. Yeah. We've done some mailers on. So, 
I love the the fine gardening um, service that you guys provide. So maybe you could talk about that just a little bit more. Well, that has been an excellent part of our business, not for just like a growth part of it, but just taking care of our customer after a landscape installation. Um, I don't think a lot of our customers understand that there's so much, not a ton of care, but there is a good amount of care that you need to put in your landscape afterwards to keep it looking like it was installed. Mm-hmm. Um, just minor, minor weekly, minor bi-weekly uh, uh, maintenance of their property goes so far to make it last so much longer that, you know, they have that huge initial investment. It's like keeping, uh, taking care of your car, your house, take care of the landscape. And it's going to provide so much more and resale or just the beauty of it. Um, don't wait, you know, five years and then have us come out and do the work, have us out there right away, you know, fertilizing, you know, pruning all that stuff. Um, and you have a specialist on staff too, right? That, that does yeah. that. Yeah, she has uh, all, over 20 years experience and she's like excited every day to come and to go out yeah. and work at these people's places. I mean, she, she has a great smile on her face day in and day out. And she's, just, yeah, we've gotten so many compliments from that part of our staff, the, the fine gardening part of our staff. And it's like, hey, you know, keep coming out. We actually want you to keep adding more work than you did this year. It's like, we can't get you guys out here enough. So it's been awesome to have that part of it. We just didn't understand how much value it actually added. And then to tip try in our customers, you know, it's like, hey, this is actually wonderful. And then they get us on board and they're they're all in. It's it's great. It's great. Even just the irrigation maintenance too is the same thing. So with the drought the last two, three years, you don't notice maybe that you need maintenance on your irrigation, but you do. I mean, it's a bi-weekly thing. It wouldn't be a bad idea. Especially pulling out of the lakes, you know, some of the stuff uh, gets plugged up. Right. Uh, have us out there. Hey, these people aren't here every week. They're not here every month. They might be up twice a year only, but they want their yard perfect. But then they can have us come out there and take yeah. care of that stuff for them. Yeah. Yeah. And really, the cost is pretty minimal if it if it's uh, more on a routine basis versus waiting till the end of the year, waiting two or three years when things are overgrown or things are really plugged up in the irrigation system. And then we have a lot bigger problems and it takes a lot more to fix it. You know, there, and there's, and honestly, Adam and I have talked about this. There's nothing worse than when, when we go back to a, a job that we installed a few years before and we go back and everything's overgrown, nothing's been taken care of. It's just like, this just, you kind of, it's just deflating to really, to be honest. It hurts our heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we try to push that, you know, the maintenance side of it as much as we, as much as we can. Yeah, that would be like, you know, you create this wonderful work of art and then somebody comes and slashes it or something, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Not changing oil in your car. Same thing. Right. Yeah. 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 It's an appreciation of what we do when people hire us for that maintenance. Awesome. So let's look at the future of yard creations. Now, recently you've added a landscape designer. You now have fine gardening. You're thinking about adding on other services. What does it look like for you in 2024 and beyond? Oh, like specifically what services? Oh, there's a couple of different services we want to add. Um, we're really researching it right now quite a bit, um, getting a cost projection of that a couple of different, those add-on services. And then also we're trying to maybe have a different type of service or work in the winter to keep our employees busy throughout the winter. Cause quite a few of them want to work through the winter now. 
as compared to before. And to keep those staff members on all year round is such a benefit. So they don't you don't train them in, they don't leave spring by springtime comes. So so we have a few different irons in the fire on our uh, surfaces that we're going to add on to and different growth. Yeah, the future looks good. Uh, we're pretty excited about it, actually. The more we've talked about it in the last just couple of days that Wayne and I have talked about it, it's just, it's there. We just need to get into it and just do it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. Well, you're doing a good job building a, a strong infrastructure so that you're positioned for adding on additional services. Um, we will definitely be sharing locate yeah not your location but well yeah you're on th- highway 371 and, and Brainerd so you know we can put that in the show notes but I definitely want to um, link your website in the show notes so that people can see uh, some of the work that you guys have performed it's amazing to look at some of the projects that you guys have done um, super yeah. impressive Absolutely. Just, yeah for sure and yeah. Aside from your website, aside from your um, highly visible location in Brainerd, um, are people going to be able to find you at the home show this year, too? Did we talk about that? The Lake Home and Cabin Show? Yeah, yeah, which that name has changed. Do you remember what it is? I don't remember the name now. It's changed to something else. But yeah, we're going to be in that. So we'll have a booth there and we're going to have a little bit better presence than we did last year. We're actually going to build some stuff into it this year. Kind of uh, test, put our toes in the water to see what was going on. Yeah. We've never been to it even before, and we heard a lot of the builders talk about it and being such a, a great thing, but I think we're just going to be a little bit bigger and better this year. I um, think that's great. Is that early February that they usually have that? <laughs> I think it's in March. I think it's the first week in March. Yeah. Uh, in March. Okay. Yeah. All right. So March of 2024, for you listeners out there who are looking for um, landscape artistry in the Brainerd Lakes area, you definitely want to talk to Yard Creations, and you can see them at the uh, Lake Home and Cabin Show in March of 2024. Guys, um, this has been great. I really appreciate doing this interview with you, and it's super fun working with you, too, um, oh, watching gosh. your business grow and, um, and see the impact that you make in your community. It's really yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, thank you thank so much. You. Yeah, you. It's been great working with you. Julia. Yeah, we appreciate everything you do for us. Yeah, and all the insight you have. Yeah. All right. Well, we will make sure and get this out. And for our listeners, please join us again next time. We so appreciate you sharing, subscribing, and following. Thanks a lot.